What's up, Michigan? Welcome back to the State Champs Poolside Podcast. I'm Lauren Plant, and my co-host is always the girls swimming head coach at Bloomfield Hills High School. A man who was a big part of the Michigan Interscholastic Swim Coaches Association. He is David Zulkevsky. Hello to you, sir. Big weekend ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be here and getting ready for a great state meet this weekend. Okay. Now, if you've not listened to the Poolside Podcast this season, we've covered a lot, had some great interviews, previewed some of what we might expect to see at this year's state finals. We've got a great show up ahead today as we are joined by the reigning, undisputed 2020-2021 MHSCA Coaches of the Year, representing Grand Rapids Northview High School, Rob Damoth. And in this corner, representing Mason High School, Connie Cantrell. Sorry, but I love doing that kind of stuff. Uh, thank you both so much for coming on to the podcast. Absolutely. Yep. Welcome. All right. Great. Uh, on the show today, we're going to talk about what it means to win the Michigan High School Coaches Association's Coach of the Year, what's happening now. And, uh, they actually are going to predict the individual and team winners from each division of this weekend state finals and tell us why I made up that last part. They're not going to do that. I just thought I would get them ripped up. Uh, sorry, guys, but that is coming up all ahead. But first, Poolside is presented by Lawrence Technological University. Lawrence Tech wants you to recruit yourself. Just go to ltuathletics.com and click on the Recruit Yourself link. Academic and athletic scholarships are available in over two dozen varsity sports. Poolside is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics, and by the physical therapy and sports medicine professionals with the Detroit Medical Center. Our Game Changer segments are back. Check our YouTube playlist by searching State Champs TV or go to our website, statechampsnetwork.com. It's got great insight on training tips and more. And for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash gamechangers. Okay, we want to get to know our two guests a bit before we get into the serious swim talk. Uh, Connie Cantrell, I want to start with you. Uh, you are a born and bred bulldog, and uh, I understand you swam as a youngster but stopped at middle school in high school back in the pool, but as a diver, how long did that last? Uh, it actually only lasted for about three weeks. We had five divers on my team and we only needed two. And I, being an age group swimmer, I dove, I was doing a couple dives and then I actually did butterfly back to the wall. And one of the seniors said, you can do butterfly? Like, yeah. Put me down on the starting blocks and made me swim a 25 fly in front of the coach. And they're like, you're not diving anymore. You're swimming. They needed a butterflyer for their medley relay. And I wound up being a, their number one flyer my freshman year. So. I stayed in the pool after that. There well, you I go. Didn't coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your most memorable high school swim experience? From my high school, it was definitely my state meet my senior year. I had tendonitis my senior year, so I actually kicked the whole season. I was a terrible kicker, but I got a lot better during that. Uh, Got back into using my arms only two weeks before the league meet. We qualified our relays at uh, leagues and then swam at the state meet. We were all state, um, but it was that was huge. And it was back in the day when we only had two divisions. Only twelve went, you know, came back the second day. So 
it was definitely memorable. And that was the year that they came out with those plastic suits that you're only supposed to wear for 200 yards or less. Um, Cause your skin supposedly couldn't breathe through it, which now we, it could have handled it, but right. yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, it's been a great experience. Right. And then similarly to how you got back into swimming, uh, when you were at Grand Valley State, you started in rowing because I think you were still dealing with some injuries. Right. But you ended up back in the pool swimming. Yeah, I actually uh, Dewey Newsom was the I said uh, used to be the coach back then. I think Rob was still swimming then. And I would jump in a morning practice every once in a while because um, I needed some cross training. My knees started hurting from too much rowing. So I would jump in and I actually met Rob at Grand Valley. I don't know if he remembers, but in college, he looked a lot like Ricky Schroeder. So Rob was easy to remember. (laughs) Well, you know, silver spoons and all that was huge back in the day. And then his career uh, progressed from there. So I can see the resemblance. I can see the resemblance. Um, And then you had, opportunities uh, to try out for the national team because you were one of three, uh, you told me on your team you were asked, but you yeah. opted out. Why was that? Right. There was, in my or in my, my last year, there was 12 of us that were fighting for eight seats. So we were duking it out, training so hard all the time for those eight seats. And when we went to small college nationals and uh, we got second place, there was one of the national coaches was there watching and he was coaching a collegiate team at the time. And he said, I would really like you three to come try out for the national team. And none of the three of us actually wound up doing it, but I had met my husband at that point in time. And again, my knees weren't great and I didn't want to go through. um, I don't know. I just, moving away for that. It wasn't where I was going at that point in time. So I got married instead of taking that next jump. All right, Connie. So how did you get into coaching? Talk about going back to Mason and your coaching career there. I got back into coaching because while I was at Grand Valley, a guy that I swam with my first year of college picked up a coaching position in Grand Rapids on a co-ed team and he looks like, I need help. I can't do this by myself. Um, So I jumped in with him and I did all of the diving and some of the swimming. So I kind of got back in the door and still loved it. And we had some really good success with some kids that were starting from square one, their sophomore, junior year of high school. Um, Had one really good state meet where we had a girl make it as a diver and then relays at a couple individual events. So it was just, it was a really good experience and I loved coaching. And then when we moved, we moved to a school district that didn't have a swim team. So I coached everything else, coached cross country, basketball, volleyball, and track and uh, helped with the musical, did marching band. And then down the road, we moved again, Wild Lake Western, coached at Wild Lake Western for a couple of years and then moved again back towards the capital area. And I was at Mason and it was, it was a good fit. I walked in the door of the year that they didn't, again, didn't have a diving coach. So I wound up coaching diving most of the time. But even though my background's in swimming, I had gymnastics to kind of fall back on. So I knew how to teach a twister or a flip. And um, 
And I figured out I teach math like Rob. We both teach math also. And so the dive numbers made sense to me and the DD and how all of that worked together. Um, and then I quit coaching when I had my second child, my son, just so that I was at home more. And Mason built the new pool and started the first girls season. And then all of a sudden the person that was supposed to be coaching left. So I stepped back in as the only other person in the building that actually knew what to do coaching swimming. And I've been here ever since. And it's been, it's been fabulous. Some of my greatest memories are watching kids swim and improve and just having them become the adults that they are evolving into. And more, more recently, having my own swimmers being able to be here to mentor them. So starting to teach them how to coach. So I'm working with two of my former swimmers now on, well, actually three now, working on coaching our underclassmen. It's just, it's fabulous. Um, last year's highlight, I think the end of your question, I, can you read the, the end part of that question again? Well, I mean, it, it really is, is just basically, um, you know, what you know, just what your coaching career has been like. Uh, we'll get more into your accomplishments and things like that. Um, but I think you answered it pretty good. Let me, let me bring Rob in here. And, uh, and again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poolside Podcast. We're talking uh, to the MHSCA Coaches of the Year in Swimming. And uh, Rob Damoth, you're a lifelong West Sider. Uh, you too swam as a youngster, but uh, from what I understand, didn't gravitate back to the sport until your sophomore year at Forest Hills Northern. Why was that? Uh, well, like most boys, uh, you get wrapped up into basketball and football and you show any talent in that. Uh, those high school coaches keep pushing you and they'll bring you in for workouts. And uh, so I really got the bug to be the basketball player and uh, the quarterback. So that was kind of my trajectory and uh we moved i went from a, a small catholic school uh to Forsells northern my freshman year and um you know eighth game of the year i blew my acl so i uh so i it, it pretty much ended my uh <laughs> my football basketball career and i wasn't fully grown so i couldn't have surgery so uh tried out for swimming my sophomore year yeah, yeah. And you entered to make it a great choice because it wasn't long before you were breaking school records. Uh, why do you think you were able to have so much success at the high school level? Uh, I don't like to lose. Uh, I'm pretty competitive. Uh, I think that uh, Z and Connie can probably attribute to that. Uh, no matter what I'm doing, I'm pretty competitive. Uh, so I think that gives you an edge. Um, and I think that doing those other sports gave me the ability and the confidence to uh, attack swimming. Um, I wasn't the best trainer at the beginning, but throw me in a race and uh, you know I could usually pull off some pretty cool things. All right. Well, you also, as we alluded to earlier, you went on to Grand Valley as well. Uh, and that's where you started coaching, if I'm correct. Um, kind of talk a little bit about your journey as a coach. Yeah, I never knew I, that's what I was going to do, uh, let alone being a swimmer. I never thought that was going to happen, but 
I ended up doing pretty well my senior year and uh, went on some recruiting trips and Grand Valley never recruited me. Um, I went to Toledo and uh, some other places, but uh, I wanted to be a teacher and Grand Valley had a great program. Um, so I ended up going there for education. Uh, I walked onto the swim team and uh, they wanted me to swim backstroke and uh, I conveniently talked to the coach to let me swim breaststroke and things went my way on from there but what pushed me into coaching is the more I was around that program I felt like we could do things differently and better um, and I felt like I could have an impact on the sport and I was asked uh, at Force Hills Northern to come help them out um, a year after I graduated to be their assistant varsity coach and I was geeked about it and I coached their top two lanes. So I, what that means, I, I coached all their state girls and some of them I was only a year older than them and I was able to gain their respect and, you know, we had a great state finish and um, and on it went, so. Yeah, and here you are today. Well, David, I've talked enough. Why don't you get into uh, what these two and their teams are doing these days? Absolutely. You know, both of you guys had some outstanding seasons last year. You know, you come off top five finishes. You know, is there something that you take from last year, bring it into this year to get your kids ready for, uh, whether it be a great season or, you know, with the girls coming up this week, a great state meet? What, what are you bringing from last year and, and all that success? Connie, why don't you go first? Um, yeah, go ahead, Connie. Rob, go ahead, yeah. I was just going to no, say go last year's – season was tough because we were delayed so long. Normally we start mid-November and we weren't, we were at, even though our, we have a community pool, we weren't allowed back in the pool until the second week of January. So it was the shortest high school season we've ever had. So some of those big monster yard days or the aerobic base that we would have normally had and built, we didn't actually get to. Um, we did so I wouldn't even let my guys do the 100 100s. That's a tradition. They want to do it. I wouldn't even let them do it. So what I took out of last year is that to have good gains, it doesn't always have to have the monster yards. I think we did the about as best as we could have done with what we had in COVID. Um, I mean, my, my son was, is a 500 freestyler. That's the longest event we have. And really it's a sprint. But we didn't do the monster yards, and he still had a great swim at Steve. So we, we did a lot found a good balance between race pace training and traditional training, I think. What about you, Rob? Uh, well, see, you were in the, the mess of the girls' season last year. Uh, you know, I thought we were primed to swim fast in November. Um, I thought that those seven extra weeks where we could give them workouts and they'd have to find a Y or an MVP or a, a whatever to swim in. Um, emotionally was a detriment to the girls. And I think that the state meet was just survival. It was, can you just hold your places? Can you just um, get through this meet emotionally? Because the roller coaster of, are we gonna have the meet? Are we not gonna have the meet? Am I, why am I training? Why am I still in the pool? Um, a lot of teams and girls decided it wasn't worth it. And I just was proud of our girls, regardless of their place, 
that they stuck to it and um, they finished out the season and uh, held their heads up high at the end. That's great. You know, Rob, we'll go right back to here. You know, what what do you do coming off all that success? You has hosted state meet. You got a trophy in your hands at the end of the year. So many great things going on. What do you bring into this season to keep that motivation going for the girls? Uh, well, my AD, uh, Pat Mersman, uh, they had a meet the cats night and, uh, you know, he wasn't shy about calling the swim team out on bringing home another trophy. So, uh, the expectations <laughs> are there, <laughs> the expectations are there, but it is, it's managing that and having the girls think about giving a hundred percent and having fun doing it rather than the end result. And because the more you concentrate on, am I going to get a trophy or not? Am I going to be all state or not? Um, I think that that wastes your energy and I think that the important thing is putting the energy into the race and then whatever happens happens and we've kind of had that mindset uh, every day in practice and uh, every dual meet we've gone through so hopefully we have that same attitude uh, come this weekend. That's great. You know Connie I mean you've seen the girls season kind of move along here you're getting ready for boys you know what are you taking from last year how are you preparing your boys this week and getting ready for for season to start here in the next week? Um, just, I guess, staying grateful and kind of, as Rob said about, I don't know, kind of controlling the things that you can control and not worrying about the rest. Swimming is an offensive sport. There is no defense. Uh, you can't, you know, you can't go into somebody else's lane to slow them down. You can only control yourself and what you're doing. And I think last year that kind of made it crystal like really focus on the things that you can control what can you use as your advantage in your training in your and your diet and just i guess that's a lot uh i'm grateful for the extra time that we have this year to get ready but like rob i think i just think rob would be a lot of fun at swim practice and we try to have a lot of fun at swim practice still regardless of how hard we're working and that's one of the last things I tell my swimmers before they go off to college. I said, still find a way to be goofy at practice. I said, it's going to be serious. It's going to be hard. Still find little ways to be goofy and have fun at practice. You still got to love it. You still got to enjoy it. Absolutely. That energy has got to be there every day. Um, Rob, league meets wrapped up. Psych sheets were posted today at noon. I'm sure you've been scouring through them like I have. Um, how did league meet look this year? And then looking at your state team, a lot of returning kids, a lot of new kids. How, you know, what, what do things look like? Uh, share everybody, share with everybody a little bit about what, what we got going on. Well, in my 26 year career, uh, I've always had to deal with uh, a hot Zealand team or an East Grand Rapids team who never cools down, it seems like. Um, so yeah, we had to deal with East Grand Rapids again. Um, you know, what do you know? They have their best dual meet of the year against us and um, <laughs> <laughs> they win the league meet, hands down, winning one event. Um, they're just, they're so deep. And you've seen the psych sheets. They're going to dominate D3. Um, but it, it's been nice having uh, Butch as a mentor all these years. Um, as much as you, you know, uh, they're the Yankees, right? You, you want to beat them so bad. Um, it, it makes you strive to be better. And now that we've gained their respect, um, you know, we have to look higher. And, and going into the state meet, I think that helps prep us for that. 
um, dealing with East Grand Rapids all the time. Um, but, you know, we have two new girls, uh, a freshman uh, who's seated 16th in the 50, and uh, she's outside the top 16 the 100 back, but I think she has a shot to score. Um, first year uh, junior, Danica, she uh, seated top eight in the 200, um, just outside in the five. Um, but a true distance kid learning how to sprint. So they're good additions. Um, we didn't lose anyone from our state team last year. Um, so I think that's why we're, you know, all the expectations are there for us. Um, looking at the psych sheets, I think it's Sea uh, Home. And then there's a group of six of us that are going to battle two, three, four, five. So, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, top four bring home a trophy. I, I just, I hope that we put in the time and the focus that we'll, uh, we'll gain one of those. So that's terrific. That's terrific. Any other last little bits of, uh, I don't know, info or fun stuff that you're doing before you, you guys head out tomorrow for state meet? Uh, the girls today, they did a little uh, decorating for their hotel rooms. Uh, they haven't had that in a few years. So, you know, they, they got these big poster boards and they decorated stuff to put on each other's uh, hotel room doors. So that will be a good experience to kind of get away and, and have the van rides and the, you know, the singing of the songs and stuff on the way. So we like doing that. And, um, you know, the, the energy's up. I mean, whether they're doing cannonballs and stuff off the blocks now and they're thinking they're synchronized swimmers and it's just the energy is around. And, you know, I just hope they bring that the happy energy tomorrow, or sorry, Friday and Saturday. Because uh, if they do, we're going to swim great. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know Lauren's got a few more things for you guys, and I uh, appreciate the insight and uh, looking forward to a good state meet here, buddy. Thanks, E. Yeah, that's right. We are uh, talking with the uh, the MHSCA Coaches of the Year. And, uh, Connie, I know you've you've been coaching for 20 years. You've been at Mason for 17 uh, I'm just going to rattle off some of uh, your accomplishments, 12 league, 12 league championships, 25 All-State athletes, eight state champions. Uh, last year, team placed fifth at the state meet with only five qualifiers, uh, and you were voted by your peers uh, at, uh, as the MISCA Zone 7 Coach of the Year twice, 2021, voted by your peers as the MHSA D3 Boys Coach of the Year, and now the uh, Michigan High School Coaches Association Boys Swimming Coach of the Year. What what does the MHSCA award mean to you? It means a tremendous amount. And I, I think that's because the coaching community that we are part of is so supportive and so cool. Uh, Rob mentioned having Coach Briggs as a mentor. And I have been grateful and I've taken advantage of asking questions of the people that I get to coach with and work with at the MISCA uh, coaches clinics and in the spring at the MISCA outing. It's just a wonderful group of people to work with. And as I said earlier, I've coached in a lot of different sports and I think swimming is one of those. And I think people are getting more supportive, but we used to be so safeguarded of some of our coaching secrets or whatnot, but if you reach out to a fellow swim coach, 
and ask a question, you're going to get an answer and you're going to get resources. And to have been lifted up by this group of coaches as the division coach of the year and the Michigan High School Coaches Association coach of the year, it's just, it's a tremendous honor. It's just an amazing thing and just so happy and fortunate to be part of the group of people that I am a part of. All right, Rob Damith, you've been coaching 26 years at Grand Rapids Northview, 324 wins, three league championships, 95 All-State athletes, 21 top 15 finishes at state meet, uh, voted by your peers uh, as MISCA Zone Coach of the Year three times, 2021 this year, voted by your peers as D2 uh, Girls Coach of the Year in the MHSAA and uh, the MHSCA. Uh, the Coaches Association Girls Swim Coach of the Year. So um, what does it mean to you to receive this honor? Um, well, I think I said in my speech last weekend that uh, this is more of a community award, in my opinion. This shows the support you have of your AD, um, your age group coaches, uh, your high school parents. Uh, it's been a long time uh, building this program, and um, I just am so proud to bring that back to them. And um, you know, the congratulations I get around the district from teachers uh, over email or in person—it's um, uh, humbling. But my response every time is, "We have a great swim community," and I'm so proud of them um, that they've been through the worst times uh, building this program. And now they, it's nice that they get to uh, see some hardware and um, some cool things come their way. And, you know, any any good publicity is great for the sport. So I was just happy to uh, represent Northview in that capacity. Absolutely. Well, we uh, again, congratulate the both of you. And uh, David, you're getting ready for this weekend. Yeah. Feeling good about your squad? We are. We're, we're feeling good. We got four girls ready to go. Biggest state team we've had in about six years. So we're excited. Van rolls out at one tomorrow. We're heading out to the west side and uh, Holland's always been good to us. So uh, by the time this podcast is out, I, I hope everybody's seeing some fast swimming out of all of us. So. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show this week. David and I will be back next week for the final show of the girls season as we rec recap what happened at the state championship meets. I will actually be filming the Division II finals this Saturday at Oakland University, so I'm very much looking forward to that. And remember, you can either watch or listen to the Poolside podcast. The video is uploaded weekly on our website, social media, and our YouTube channel. Or you can listen to the audio podcast by going to the platform of your choice, Apple, SoundCloud, Speaker, Spreaker, Spotify. A show is uploaded on Fridays. I want to thank our sponsors, Lawrence Technological University, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and DMC Sports Medicine and Physical Therapy team. Uh, thanks again to Rob Damon and Connie Cantrell. Good luck. Um, you know, this weekend for you, Rob, I know that, Connie, you still help with the girls, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, and uh, and D2, we'll... D2, D2, D3, D2. Yep. Okay. And, uh, and then maybe we'll talk to you uh, come boys season because it's starting up. So uh, good luck again to both of you. For David, I'm Lauren, and we'll see you next week.